We are Squawking Dead, a podcast pulverizing episodes beyond the Walking Dead universe. I'm your host, David Cameo, and I'm joined by Sharon D, aka Blazy Gardner, and Bridget, ko-fi.com slash punkybrewster. That's P-U-N-K-Y-B-R-U-I-S-E-T-E-R. I'm not promising you guys we'll be going live after each of these episodes in the future. So, I mean, at least after the episode, because this is very late for us. And the reason why we wanted to do this is to kind of get ahead of, well, The Last of Pods, which is the official podcast. And second of all, which, of course, is going to have way more information than <laughs> us because they're on the inside track. <laughs> However, what they don't have is you, which is you telling us about your thoughts, feelings, having some of you played the games, have some of you playing beyond the first game. So, okay, Thomas, can we shut, can we shut this micro- <laughs> microphone off again? Yeah. But then who will lead this podcast? Me! Viva la revolution! Uh, hey, Brian. Hey, Brian. Oh, okay. Hey, Brian. Oh, thank thank you. Oh, you made a Last of Us f- Facebook group? Well, hey, uh, I'll post the link to that group uh, in the blog once uh, that comes out. But hey, listen, if you want to get on a, in on a recording session in the future, again, we may not go live. We may. We may not. The only place you're going to really find out when we go live is on our support channels, ko-fi.com slash squawkingdead. Just follow us. You don't have to buy us a coffee, but you could on the stream and your message will show up forever. Actually, if you do give us a coffee during the stream. Uh, there's a little text-to-speech thing on top of a little a little uh, banner going up the screen with your message and everything. So your message and your your computerized voice will be there on this video forever. But hey, just follow us and you'll know when we record next. We were gonna go live anyway, so I didn't we didn't need to do that this time around. But we did post it on social media, unlike when we normally record. Uh, so I'm eager to see what you guys think of this episode. This episode was insane. It says Walking Dead Eternal. Uh, how long do you think the series is going to run for? Uh, actually, I heard that it's going to be eight episodes, if, no, if I'm not mistaken. Nine. Nine. Nine episodes. Nine episodes for season one. And I don't know that they're booked for a season two yet. Mm, I see. Do you think this first season is going to cover the whole game or do you think they're going to spread it out? That's a very good question. Well, Bridget was saying something before we got on and that was (laughs) she was. Why don't you say it, Bridget? Because you were saying that you were playing the game to try to catch up. Let me preface all of this. Right. Don't nobody come (laughs) for me. Okay. nobody come for me. That's why that's why I'm giving it to you. So so that they will. Okay, I do play video games okay i grew up playing video games but i grew up playing nintendo and super nintendo and n64 and so your girl is not great at non-nintendo systems have never been i had an xbox 360 back in the day i you know i have a i have a ps4 and a ps3 now i'm not super great at the the moving the camera angle while playing i'm horrible at it i I will be the first (laughs) i'm an embarrassment to anyone who plays games so, I wow. I tried. I tried playing Last of Us within the last two years. And I wanted to really get into it because I knew what it was about. And I, I love zombie content. And I was just saying earlier, I love anything dystopian I'm, I'm probably in for. And I tried and I was so bad at it that I quit because that's the kind of person I am. If I'm not instantly good at something, I immediately stop doing it. You can, <laughs> you can talk to my mom about it because she never forced me to stick with anything ever in my life so that's why i oh so you're gonna take the easy way i blame yeah, i have a violin that i never learned to play never finished learning to play the piano never finished <laughs> learning to play the guitar never finished learning percussion even though i was in percussion in band for three years so so there's that it's just it's just it's devolving into this weird thing okay anyway so also second second (laughs) notation on this okay i am Mm. terrified of zombie games i you know me i love all things zombie i've watched like every zombie movie in existence i i'm obsessed but yeah it's a whole lot different different when you're in control i am terrified i'm terrified so i'm trying to overcome that because i bought uh, i bought a very expensive (laughs) a shit ton of zombie and I've yet to play Walking Dead Saints and Sinners because I was so terrified. But anyway, anyway, I let me let me move on. So, okay. If you've ever played Buffy the Vampire Slayer Chaos Bleeds, which is an, a Nintendo GameCube game, there were zombies in that and I was scared of that. And they're not even scary. So, like, this is the level that I'm at. I'm so sorry that I'm this is going on for so long. Anyway, because Dave was like, someone on this podcast needs to have played the game, Bridget. And if it's not you, we're going to find somebody else. None of them. None of this was directed at me. <laughs> She's like, I'm not going to let anybody else mosey in on my territory. But I felt, I felt like, like it was. And so he, he said, we'll have to find somebody else. And I was like, 
not on my watch. I will force <laughs> myself to really badly play this video game. And I did. And guess what? Where I stopped is exactly where this episode stopped. So <laughs> after how much time? Um, okay. A- after how I much keep time? saying two hours. It was an hour and 45 minutes, but don't come for me. That's not very good. Okay. <laughs> it's not very nice. It's not, it's not good. There were two spots I got stuck at. One because this guy ran around a corner and then I couldn't figure out where he went. So I kept losing the chase scene. And then the other one, mm. I just, I, I'm not good at stealthing and I just kept getting shot. So anyway, I'm so, trying, so you guys. You're mo- I'm trying to be your re- representative of of person who who likes the games because I'm assuming I'm going to like it because I really like it so far. And um, my husband played it. He quit too. Uh, <laughs> this is bad. He played it and I did watch him play it. So I know some of the story further than I played. But that's my long rant about the games. Takira said she read the show was was going beyond the game. So that's yeah. interesting. Yeah, we were, I was going to mention that after your long I'm rant. I'm sorry. God. I'm sorry. I went on for so <laughs> long. kidding. I, I, I feel like you meant to go in like a straight direction, I but then you're like, but then I got to tell them gotta, about my history. I got to zig and zag, you know? <laughs> I got to zig and zag. Yeah. Well, I, well, I'm glad that a lot of people like the premiere. Uh, I think I want to start off by talking about some of the things that I've been seeing. I think Kirsten Akuna had mentioned that she had seen the entire first season or something to that effect. I can't remember, or, or it was the premiere. I, I could swear it was the entire season. She said something to the effect of, like, it wasn't impressive. We all got together, and we uh, Sherry was the first to say it, and she said, who cares what critics say? I The only thing I care about is what you guys think, and, you know, what we think uh, on our first watch. No need to poison the well or anything like that, but I'm interested in this series so far. There's some elements in there that I really, really liked. I like that it took its time to tell the story, an hour and a half, which is, which is really sweet. Let's get first impressions like we always do. I like Crystal's comment. I didn't know it was a video game until I saw the trailer. Well, that's... That's kind of like why I wanted to go in without having played the games because I didn't, I wanted to basically be able to judge the show on its merits. You know, it's kind of like The Walking Dead. I knew there was a comic book and I was just like, you know what? Let's us watch the show and just judge it based on its own merits without going back to the comic book, without knowing anything about the comic book. And then I start this stupid podcast and then, you know, you can't avoid uh, getting, getting hints from like the comic book as you start really, really research, researching the, the, not the source material, but like, uh, like you, you try to get graphics and try to get concepts for graphics that you're going to have in the in the thumbnails and like in the podcast graphics so it's kind of like you just can't avoid getting that information so but what are your first impressions Bridget having played (laughs) up until this episode was finished (laughs) okay Okay. so far because you're gonna have the most insight I think just having it fresh in your mind so yeah I mean that helps right like I just I literally just played it over the last couple days so it had moments that were shot for shot the same in the beginning right I had a feeling that that was uh, going to be the a case. lot of the episode actually. A lot of the oh, episode. Even even the, yeah. even the 20 years yeah, later. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Not everything. There were some there were some minor changes and I you know, they've got to do that, right? Like this is like the walking dead all over again. Like you've got to change it a little bit from the source material otherwise you're literally just watching the video game played out again and you're not even engaged in it. So like what's the point of that? There were some little changes here and there. I overall enjoyed it. I thought it was close enough to the video game that it's not going to alienate everybody right away you know how they kind of have to do that with that first episode to really hook people in again similar to the walking dead very similar to the the first issue actually yeah 20 years later like did you get this impression because like i want to step on this before i lose it from my brain when it, it did the 20 year time jump and you see the fedra walls mm-hmm. in boston when when i saw that kid shuffling down the street was your first impression not the teddy bear girl walk, walker it was it was and i will say okay. that is one thing that's different this time one the time jump is the same in the video game so for everyone that's like the time jump like that's the same that's exactly how it goes in the game two um the other thing is that the time jump is different the games okay the game starts in 2013 and time jumps 20 years to 2033 we started in 2003 and time jump to now right which makes sense and i think there was a specific right the specific reason Mm -hmm. for that obviously being okay we're talking about pandemics i like the lead in to this episode which went all the way back to 68 was it and uh sharon what did you think of that because i I love the sciencey the sciencey thing it was like uh you know and the way that guy that the man who was playing him he was in 
four weddings and a funeral. Fringe. And yeah, and he uh, <laughs> and he's he been was in a ton of stuff. In, uh, yeah. Right. He was in the movie Sliding Doors. I think they're both in Fringe. He, it was all about how things would have been different if if one if they had done one thing different, how different lives their lives would have been. So I actually kind of thought about that okay. when I was watching this. You know, even even though it's not what the show was really about, I was thinking about the um, what if they had just done this one thing different or that one thing different. Like he would have gotten away, his daughter would have lived, and so I mean, I, I kind of yeah. had that that thought going on. Overall, number one going into the show, I had no idea what the show was other than it had something to do with an apocalypse, and it was a video game. I knew nothing about it otherwise. Right, similar zombie type themed things. Right. Yeah. Uh, I was excited to go into it not knowing anything. That's like it's like unique. So um, same. Yeah. Same. I, I'm please don't spoil me folks please i don't want to be scared. guys when you get a chance um tell us what you were exactly screaming at or cursing <laughs> or whatnot i'm actually like specifically like what were the moments that made you react because i mean when i watch these things i'm like i'm like a hawk i'm just like intense it's very hard to turn off podcast brain like making notes <laughs> in your head because obviously we're not taking actual notes and i don't want to take action notes but your brain is already in that mode where like oh my i gotta make sure i talk about that you know yeah. and so it's hard to turn that off so like when i'm doing that i'm like no emotions just like i'm just like looking but on that note of podcast brain I thought it was very subtle how in that sequence where they're back in 68 and they're talking about pandemics and bacterias versus viruses, the guy goes into the fungus rant and how when he was talking about the core, uh, not specifically the cordyceps, but about fungus, the fungal fungi or fung fungi that take over your brain, how it panned to the audience intensely watching this man speak, basically saying it hijacks your attention or your your basically your intelligence. And I thought that was a very clever way of like saying, oh, look at everybody watching this guy intently. He's commanding them. Like he's not commanding them, but he's like commanding their attention. It's just a great play on how this would invade your consciousness. I, I just, there's subtle things that happen in this episode, like here and there also, like how the specific attention to looking at clocks, the alarm mm -hmm. clock, the, uh, the, on the night nightstand, the, the actual watch, the watchmaker's storefront oh, has this big... I love when they pulled down the shade and it was the clock. Right, and you really can actually cool. see like a clock overlay, mm -hmm. yeah. So there's interesting, it plays with time a little bit too, and we're jumping through time. It's like 35 years later after 68, and then again, it is exactly 20 years later after 2003. So I don't know. We're going to keep skipping 15 years later. No, I'm kidding. I don't know. There's there's a, th a theme of time. There's a theme of hijacking. The Fedra hijacks the, the people's will, essentially, it seems like. They're hijacking people to do the tasks they need, that they need to do. And you don't really know whose side you, you really want to be on. Do you want to be part of the Fireflies, quote unquote, which, okay, is that their name? I have no idea, but they're called Fireflies. So let's go with that. Again, I haven't played the games. And like, okay, let me ask this plain old question for those of you who haven't played the games like are you on either side of this of this debate of, of this like okay are you with fedra like they're obviously keeping them safe but are they happy or are they are they are they safe it's a parallel it's the commonwealth it's the same question we had with the commonwealth in walking dead are they safe right, or are they right. the problem Right, exactly. Well, and it, the, the answer is a lot more iffy in this case, too, because we're not talking about like ice cream and clean streets. You know, we're talking about post-apocalypse stuff. Let me read some of the chats, though, too. When they were driving through the city and I was cursing at the screen, Takira, the eaters scared me the most in the plane going down. Okay. You, okay, that's that's pretty cool, Walking Dead Eternal. Uh, Takira says, I suspected the planes to go down, but did not. Didn't, when it did, I screamed. Uh, Crystal was, I was yelling at the, at the girl to turn around when the old lady was twitching. Mm -hmm. I wasn't sure that the lady, I really liked that scene too. I wasn't really sure that, that the lady was going to go after her. And then the girl was checking in on her neighbor. Walking Dead Eternal says, oh yeah, the old lady. I was like, what the hell's going on with her? I was, and Crystal says, I was kind of grossed out when that fun, fun guy was hanging out of her mouth. I thought that was pretty clever. And one of the things that I'd heard that they are not going to be bringing into the series is the idea of spores being the transmission mechanism for this series. Mm. So what I'm guessing is direct contact uh, which brings us back to like the walking dead okay direct contact uh do you get bit let's say so that's interesting they, i guess they're going that they route it's like interesting that yeah. does they look like dementors sucking the soul out of other people <laughs> um I, <laughs> I that's terrifying too mm -hmm. i thought it was um interesting that at one point when they're in joel's like apartment that it focused in on the dust coming yes, down because that's how the to. spores look cool. in the video game mm -hmm. Are we going to do it? Yeah. Are we not going to do it? I see what they did there. I see what they did there. <laughs> They're not. 
<laughs> they're, they're definitely not. So, I mean, unless they're lying, which is, you know, we've, we've learned that that can happen <laughs> over the years. Oh, Madison's not coming back. Just kidding. <laughs> Fear the Walking Dead. Anyway, Takira says we are watching someone play the game in on Richie's phone, and it's definitely the scene for seeing the same. Okay, cool. Crystal Drone says I know, I know, right? It was looking at her more than the girl in that scene, the old lady. That scared me more than anything else that happened on the show was that old lady in the background. That freaked me out more oh, than yeah. anything so else. Creepy. Well, and I did like that reveal in the uh, like where they, they were like in the subway tunnels, and they go into that room, and you see the the one just splayed out against the wall. That was cool. The dead yeah. one. That essentially cool. that was pretty yeah. cool I, I did have a minor twitch reaction i was like yeah i twitched i twitched my eye just for, <laughs> i was like oh that was cool and then i continued staring intensely at my screen but i love that they had like uh, the 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 mushrooms growing out of the wall like like you could see the um the texture and everything like it was so gross and the colors and i guess that's that's you i mean is that what happens when it gets to a certain because he was talking about the the fungus in infecting and then taking over the host so is that what happens eventually when it you just it it becomes it runs out of food it runs out of human to eat so it just explodes all over wherever the human happens to be well it's got to try to it's got to try to migrate migrate in some way now okay they're not doing the spore thing so it doesn't make really much sense but you have to think of like mushrooms in real life right like there's certain types of fungus that will like to you know explode so Mm -hmm. it makes sense right they would do that so but what like but these these aren't they like do you get infected by stepping in it i mean obviously you they walked by it and they didn't get infected so breathing it is not an issue but what if you like step in it or you have an open cut and you touch it or something is that going to transmit the fungus disease to you i guess that's something we're gonna have to find out yeah (laughs) with the little boy i mean i couldn't see it super well but was it like like a root had punched through his pants or something and and got him Mm. oh the kid yeah maybe right right the the kid we compared to the teddy bear girl walker yeah takira said something pretty funny i said oh they're all infected wait this isn't the walking dead (laughs) no i guess not so crystal said i wish i wish the daughter would stay on the show but that's like one thing i do know about (laughs) the video game series is that what makes joel joel is the fact that he loses his daughter and how eventually the show is going to weave its way into him having this relationship with ellie essentially so it's it's like his defining driving force let's say wait wait i thought it was fear the walking dead season one felicia says and the movie children of men with clive owen that's actually a very I've been meaning to watch that movie again because it's one of those movies I started and just never finished. Oh, that movie's great. But yeah, the, the scenery uh, on the outside, at least uh, in the preview for the next episode is... Well, and you, you get bits of that in this in this episode as well. Yeah, Children of Men, un, like this, these rivers and destroyed uh, modern scenery and just beautiful. <laughs> Lois says, that was weird. Do we have Carol and Daryl here? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I honestly hope not. <laughs> Thomas said, "What if the little girl is yeah, Madison? Yes. What if the little girl is Madison? <laughs> you shut your mouth, Thomas. We're gonna punch that screen. <laughs> yeah, Sharon's screen isn't moving because there's a technical difficulty. I, I don't know if if she turns her video off and on or your camera off and on. I don't know if it'll come back, but uh, it's stuck on my screen. So that's she's why like it's... staring everyone down on YouTube. <laughs> that worked. <laughs> yeah, she's got this scowl. Did that worked." I think it's, it's in response to Lois's comment. No, Carol and Daryl are not showing up. That's <laughs> permanently stuck. How did the old lady get infected? That is something that was running through my mind. Lois's great question just well, now. Well, How did the Takira old lady gives get infected? The they took her into the city a lot for medical stuff. Good, good answer. Well, it's it's I, what I was they said like, in the show because she is asking when they're in the car on the way uh, in the truck on their way out of their neighborhood because they've all gone into the city too. Like she had gone into the city that to day to fix the watch. Right, the so watch that's that's why she's like well they would have had to have gone a lot right what quantifies yeah. as, as a lot for that yeah but i imagine you know if, if someone got sick they were taken to the hospital and then it was spreading at the hospital right right as disease often do mm-hmm. in hospitals unfortunately which is why they like to discharge you as soon as humanly possible yeah. oh crystal do you mean that the old lady was already sick like way before and the fungus was just taking its time or well if you saw that chart at the very beginning when the Mm -hmm. little kid is at the fedra 
jacuzzi like entrance, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, there's a chart on the wall that goes through like how quickly transmission is. And it was right. like within a couple minutes, I thought, because it was like one to three minutes was like head. Even at the else. end, um, it was like your hands. And then last one was your when, feet when Ellie is trying to tell them that she's not sick. She shows them her arm. and She's like, people die within a day. So mm-hmm. this I would right. I would be dead already. Does this look like it's a day old to you? So it's, it's obviously within, you know, within 24 hours, you're dead. Yeah. <laughs> Thomas is Sherry is RBF <laughs> restless bitch face. I guess resting. It's resting. She, oh well, also restless. We like so. to say resting baby face. <laughs> Where and who's we? Me at work. <laughs> That's what we say. Now children. <laughs> It's resting baby face. Oh no, no. It better be. Not the be. teachers say that. Not the kids. We don't say oh, that okay. to the kids ever. Also banana dogs. Banana dogs. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not the rest of it though bella ramsey and pedro pascal who are who are in uh so it's like it's a lord of the rings reunion and it's like a fringe reunion because of anna torv uh the dude in the beginning uh there was somebody else from uh from fringe as well that i, I thought i made a mental note they of. knocked it out of the but park at the beginning those were those were very great character actors that we've seen in like a ton of other stuff ton of yes, science fiction like stuff. i was just like oh my god hey i know that guy hey i know that guy yeah, big head from <laughs> Yeah, big head from uh, that show with uh, the guy. We lost right? Sharon D. What was that show called on HBO? We lost oh. Sharon D. Oh, where's my sound effects? <laughs> she'll be, she'll be back. She'll be back. Okay, right? they all come back, right? Could be a vaccine people take to prevent getting sick. Crystal says, uh, when his daughter go to the house after school, the old lady's face started changing behind her. Yep, yep, we talked about that. Man, I was like, oh, I'm gonna like this show. It's a teddy bear goat moment. <laughs> Yeah, that's I, I really, really like that. If only there were more masks, would have flattened the curve. <laughs> Shut up, Tom. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, uh, internet went out. Internet went out. Be back ASAP. That's what she says. Anna Torv was a badass in the premiere. Yes, mm. yes, Crystal. I, I like the the lead girl too. Uh, Bella Ramsey. Yeah, right. I love Anna Torv. She's phenomenal. She's Australian. <laughs> It's wrong with I my don't tongue. Know. She's a thriller. She's playing a really cool character too. Tess is like Tess is badass. Tess, total badass. When you get this far, you're automatically a badass. Mm. Just a matter of <laughs> It's just a matter of if you you like this badass or you don't like this badass, especially the dudes that try to steal the yeah. stuff. I love seeing my girlfriend fringe. Yes, Takira. Yes, where's Joshua Jackson? I have a personal. <laughs> yes, rivalry, where's Pacey? With, uh, Joshua Jackson. Yeah, but what is that other guy's name in real life? He's also Australian, or is he Australian? Yes. Yeah. Uh, the dude that played the old guy. Uh, if I don't remember his name. Oh, I, I don't remember his I name. I do him, love him, though. but I don't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. I think he's an excellent actor, though. Oh, and he was also in Lord of the mm-hmm. Rings, uh, one of the Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. trilogy. So. Oh my god, in love with Joshua Jackson. I lost another one. <laughs> I, I I have told this story before, I think, but it was like, you know, season one of our coverage, like The Walking Dead season eight. I had this like sort of online relationship sort of thing that was starting out. And the person whom I was flirting with went to this like party with Joshua Jackson and he was chatting her up. And she was telling me all about this. I'm like, I'm getting like this really weird jealous feeling, right? And we go back and forth and like, she's telling me how Joshua Jackson called her up again. I'm like, the fuck? I can't compete with Joshua no, Jackson. And I'm so sorry, like, Dave. It, it, <laughs> I, I have never, I've never felt jealousy before in my life, but I'm, but it was just a strange thing where like, how can you compete with Joshua Jackson? So like ever since then, I have this funny riv- rivalry in my head. I lost another one to Joshua That's Jackson. hilarious because I did not know where you were going with that. I have a rivalry with him. Yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> like, I, I would get into the whole story, but it actually makes me look worse <laughs> than I already am Okay, as a human, we'll save so that for off of the podcast. We're going to but he was actually really, really good and fringe. He's okay, great. Let's leave yeah. that alone. He sucks. Anyway, let's keep going. <laughs> oh, hey, Christopher. Ray. Yeah, yeah. A lot of Australians. Yeah. Uh, I love being blind to the cast. Cool. Yeah, I do. Too. Uh, the surprise was incredible seeing Anator just mind blowing since Mindhunters. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's another one I want to watch. I'm so Mind pissed Hunters. that it's canceled. Actually, it's on again, Mind isn't Hunter it? Mindhunter got canceled. Uh, oh, well, they keep, they're pushing. They're still pushing it too for a show that's been canceled. It's great. It was really good. Oh, that's cool. Thomas says Joshua Jackson is working on a new TV show with awesome. Lauren Ridloff. I lost another one. I lost another one. You'll never be as good as Joshua <sighs> Jackson. Thank you, Takira. John Noble is his name. Yes, yes, incredible. Love him in Sleepy Hollow. I did see that, didn't I? Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, Lauren Ridloff is an amazing actress. Walking Dead Eternal. Can't wait for the new show, Takira says. Oh, but I love you too, Dave. 
Okay, that's fine. As long as you don't don't leave me for Joshua Jackson. If he if Joshua Jackson starts a podcast about the Walking Dead universe and beyond, just don't. I'm gonna I'm gonna leave, leave you that, for Joshua. That will Jackson. hurt me. <laughs> I'm gonna leave too. That that would hurt the if most. You like, hey, you random girl, would you like to be on my podcast? <laughs> I, I like what you're doing. You know what? What if what if he was just what if he has like He's this personal vendetta thing? You. And he's just like poaching everybody that I love <laughs> I in life. It's so funny. Like, first of all, 20 Suddenly years later. Suddenly Evelyn mm, like leaves you for Joshua Jackson. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It's doable I can't. too. It's so doable. That's the worst. Oh, Joshua. He's so doable. Don't do it. Don't do it today, Joshua. Just leave him alone. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, this show would be dedicated to, like, what Joshua Jackson did to me today? I wish that that was a podcast. I would listen to that. I would. That would, that'd be, that would be my sole purpose in life. That would be, I wouldn't be able to kill Don't myself. To what Joshua Why don't we podcast about it to me today? How he wronged me today. <laughs> Yeah, something like, uh, it's me again. Let's talk about what Joshua Jackson did to me again today. So my li- my wife left me. <laughs> what would Joshua Jackson anyway. do? <laughs> yeah, WWJD. Right. There you go. That's perfect, actually. Joshua Jackson will be forever Charlie from The Mighty Ducks. Yeah, well, it's like, it's like a child actress, too. Like, anyway, let's not talk about Josh. No, he hijacked the show because I let him. But then you, you can, now I'm blaming you. This is what drives oh, this is Lois? what drives the wedge between us. It's why I leave you for Joshua Jackson. Again. Anyway, Lois says I will kick his ass for you if I see him. No, Lois, it's only gonna make things oh, worse. God. Don't do it. <laughs> She's gonna be like, who is David Cameo? Like, you stole everything he had in life. Uh, oh, that's his name? Whoops. <laughs> Anna Torf. I mean, no, 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 never mind. Uh <laughs> I never had Anna Torf. Yeah. I don't want when I quit when I He wait. doesn't no, he wait, for what? I don't the show? Wait for a Oh, I wanna know right now. Right. Mm-hmm. I don't remember the words. <laughs> well, what's this theme, theme song to Charmed? Remember how I compared Dawson's Creek to to Charmed, and then everybody it's hated that me. Smith song. I am the. Uh, I am the. I don't remember the words. I am human, and I need to be loved. All right, all right. Credit, credit. Took you a while though. It did. It took me a while. There we go. There it's, we go. No co- there no we go. Takira's to, to got it. Takira's got it for me. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, what show are we even covering right now <laughs> like what's so happening? speaking of songs uh depeche mode came out came up on the end one of the 80s songs oh yeah which means in, trouble. trouble uh what was the song it was uh never let me down again if i'm not mistaken actually actually that was one of the things like i had to, oh let me get this note because obviously yeah it's never let me down again uh which uh you know growing up i i never heard that song First time I ever heard that song was uh, a B side from Smashing Pumpkins, and mm. I it was it's really Smashing Pump- Pumpkins B sides were really really cool. It introduced me to eighty songs that I'd never heard, of. not that I'd never heard of, but like the Cars. It's like I I never really regularly listen to the Cars. You're all I've got tonight. Their B side, their um, cover of that is really really good. Tom, <laughs> <laughs> it's a best moment with the guest vocalist Joshua Jackson. Well, no, you can have Depeche no, Mode. It's fine. No, no, I don't want him to have Depeche Mode. <laughs> no, it's cool because it, it makes Bridget hate him more. So there you go. <laughs> the thing that I like most about television shows is when it can find time to take time. I've been watching a lot of anime recently. And one of the cool things that anime likes to do, even though like the episodes are like only 20 minutes long and you have to, if you were watching it in real time, you'd want to hang yourself. But since <laughs> you get to watch these stretch these seasons out like back to back. Five minutes of which is the theme song intro and outro yes it's like they're both so long yeah yeah well but one other thing that anime does that that isn't found a lot in modern tv shows is it finds a way to take its time like the season finale of tokyo ghoul the first season one finale of tokyo ghoul there's a sequence where somebody's holding somebody else and it's this it's literally i think at least a minute long and it's just somebody just carrying in silence meanwhile you know it's noisy all around this these two characters but it just watching him in silence carry this body towards the authorities let's say and it was just this gut-wrenching i'm watching this and it's it's excruciatingly emotional and what i liked about what they did in this show is they married these intense moments of action and 
it does find a way to, in some places, take its time to build the story up. That's really similar to a video game, though. You know, like, you can't mm. be high adrenaline the whole time. They've got to give you these, like, big, you know, action moments, and then they've got to give you the time to, like, dial down a little right. bit. So, so in other not words, go, go, go. They, did, they, they did good here. Yeah, yeah, they did. It's funny, like, you know, when you watch TV this much, you feel like you're not never going to get enough, even though it was, like, an hour and a half of content. Like, while I was watching, I was like, yes, this is exactly the amount of time that I needed to digest this first episode mm, but but mm-hmm. but in some senses like when you really like whittle it down like what ha- what actually happened okay we got the beginning sequence uh where we established like joel's past and then we get like this whole i think hour of of like this the the present i'm like wait so he's trying to get a battery they found the battery and it was busted and he tried to sell it twice mm-hmm. then the girl is needed for something and i feel like i know what that something is and it's mm-hmm. super obvious i wish they would say it already yep <laughs> Yep. And that's that's the one thing that I thought was kind of, I don't know, you're on the same wavelength that, as I am is like, why don't they just come out and say it? Like, why are they you, do? Why are you- they do in the game, so I don't know why they're trying to like withhold it. Like here. if they're trying to bury the lead, they're not doing it well. But I mean, like I'm not trying was, to shit on the show. This but, is like, this is where a lot of the differences come in, though. Takira uh-huh. just said that she has gotten to a part that differs from the show greatly, but they still haven't gotten to Ellie. And that was my concern when I was playing the game yesterday and today. I was like, <laughs> for dude, like an hour and where is the girl? Like they're gonna introduce this little girl in the show, and I haven't even gotten to her. But the whole <laughs> beginning part is like it's not with right. her. With Ellie, is yeah, what it's not with Ellie, and yeah. and also right. it's different. They're not trying to get a car. Oh, okay, battery. what are they trying to get in the game? So in the game, Tess and Joel are smugglers. They're a team. There's no outright romantic relationship between them that we know of. So the, her crawling into bed with him was a little bit weird because I was like, I was like, man, I hope they don't do that. I hope they leave it more ambiguous. And then of course she like got into bed, and I was like, okay, well maybe they're together. I don't know. Yeah, it's still a little ambiguous though. It's like, a little bit. I don't know. I don't know. It was. I was kind of like, okay, well, I'm sure people like probably t- wrote a ton of fanfic about the two of them together. So maybe they're just like <laughs> trying to give the well, audience a bone. But anyway, well, it's also kind of realistic though. I mean, after 20 yeah. years, you, you have to find comfort somewhere. So right? they're smugglers and they um, test does get jumped by two of uh, Robert's men. Now he's not with them and right. you don't see it. So that was kind of the cool thing about this was that there were scenes in the show that were not like we just didn't see anything there. So we don't know if that's how the day went or not. For instance, the beginning of the show shows Sarah and Joel in the morning and Tommy coming to over to their house. You don't see any of that. It starts right, at night. night, right? You see her. Mistaken. She's fallen asleep on the sofa. Joel comes home, wakes her up. She gives him the birthday gift. Now, it's a new watch. It's not his watch. It's a new one um, because his is broken. So so some of that was all like that was all there. But like none of that stuff was in the morning. It doesn't necessarily go against the canon that's already there. Exactly. Charity. They're just fleshing out the story. Right. They're just like adding extra pieces. So that part was kind of cool. And same thing with Tess. Like she just comes in and she's like, she's got a black eye. She's like, I was jumped. Joel's like, what happened? She's like two of Robert's men. She it could have gone exactly how it did and we just don't know hmm, but we do know? now sort of right or, or we don't oh, i mean like it didn't maybe there wasn't a bombing for the, but most, like, part. For the most part it could have gone that way but anyway it's all about guns mm. so oh, instead of a yeah and then marlene has the guns and tess goes with marlene to get her help when she's bleeding out but also to check and make sure that the guns are real that she's claiming that she has mm-hmm. and is she part of the fireflies in this in the game marlene thus far or? she is yeah. the leader that is accurate okay. that is okay. accurate so that that, that and joel okay. and and tess are not involved in it they are just smugglers there is there were no drugs going back to the point there, <laughs> There were no drugs. So anyway, Joel and Tess then go after Robert. And so there's this whole scene where you're like sneaking around and killing all of his men and and getting to him. And then Tess is killing him. And that's the thing. Tess is the one everyone's afraid of, not Joel. So how does that make you feel to see that it's not quite like that? It's fine. Because like I said, like you've got to change it a little bit or I'm going to be like, I literally just played this. This is boring. So it's got to change. It's got to change a little. So. I didn't mind the changes that they made. There wasn't anything that was like insane. Now, to be fair, I don't know what part Tommy plays in the video games. And I'm assuming that it's going to be different here, just based on how this yeah, is going. Yeah. Tommy was a part of the Fireflies. He left Joel. He joined the Fireflies. He left the Fireflies. And then now nobody knows where he is, as far as I know. So it's right. similar. It, it seems to line up with the show, It's similar, too. but I, I don't want to give away too much. But I just feel like it's going to be really different. 
Especially if we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. Like I did see the teaser into the next episode and it feels like that's how it it's going, but he left and so things are different now. You do see like him in a new community where there's snow, mm-hmm. etc. Or it could be a flashback. I, I don't know. Lois had said something about uh when they when she saw the three people hanging or, or about to be hanged, she it just reminded her of the Hunger Games too. I did get mm. that feeling too. I, yeah. I like that they they did a pretty quick way of establishing that Fedra is well, more like kangaroo court or it, something's up and wrong here, and they're doing an awful lot. Well, it's to authoritarian, keep in line right? Like it's like with its public ex- executions and stuff. Well, like that. people are watching, which says a lot right. about like what's going on, right? And maybe they have to watch mm. too. It seems like it was really like nothing else going on. Let's see, uh, Takira says yes. In the game, it almost immediately was his daughter being alone and walking across the street. It happened really quickly. Yeah, the game kind of jumps you right into the kind of the beginning of the backstory. Yeah. Uh, you know who else has guns? Joshua Jack. I said, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> you mean G-O-N-Z, Tom. Lois says it would be cruel. It would be a Carol badass. That would be a Carol. Yeah. Tess, would you say that Tess is kind of like a Carol badass? At least in the games? I mean, I don't know far enough, like how long she lasts or anything <laughs> like that. I mean, we're talking ZA here. So like God only knows. Yeah, maybe like to some degree. Like she doesn't, she's kind of hardened. She doesn't really need anybody. She's one of those kind of people. Well, hopefully it's the same way in the show. Too. Yeah. I was happy to see it was Anna Torf. She's a really talented actress. And so that was just a win to see. Oh, that's who plays Tess. Cool. Like, great. Perfect for her. Going back to them really not doing a good job of bearing the lead of what Ellie could be. It could be that they're making it that obvious because it's not the case that she has the cure is what we're all mm-hmm. thinking okay she has a, a resistance to the cordyceps mm-hmm. fungus yep. thing but that's that's the thing and i feel like that that's where they're heading and the teaser and this is like the worst part like if that was the case then the teaser showing her scratching her arm now it could be a nightmare or whatever but like her like oh no it's spreading oh no that could be not be the case and that could be like okay you did such a good job of not bearing the lead obviously so now you're just showing us that that's the case that she really doesn't have a resistance or she has some resistance but it's not working or that's a little frustrating to me now because we're watching week to week not like we're binging a a, a tv show so you kind of want to keep stuff like that under wraps or maybe this is the tactic all along is just to keep us on the fence like okay it will they won't they like oh it was that obvious but maybe it isn't anyway yeah tommy used to work on the decks (laughs) now we're talking about tommy used to work on the what's his name bon jovi thank you like Billy Joel. No, that's not it. Walking Dead Eternal. I haven't played the games either, but uh, Bridget is starting to. She she got to the first episode. <laughs> I got to the end of the first episode. <laughs> so good. <laughs> Sharon says, I love how intelligent Ellie is so much like Joel's daughter. Yeah. Um, I don't know that we have all that yet, though, so far with Ellie. She she seems bright, but I don't know if she's as smart as Joel's daughter, which what's her name in the Sarah. show? Sarah Miller. Sarah. Okay. Joel Miller. That's a very like Jewish name. Joel and Tommy Miller. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Uh, super quick-witted. Yeah. Takir says, from what I've learned about the apocalyptic diseases, there's always more than one resistant True. human. Except <laughs> True. for The Walking Dead. So, there you go. Crystal says... Yeah, I like some of her remarks on the show. Uh, Takira says, in varying degrees of resistance. Uh, Takira says, and we're watching a 12-hour walkthrough. <laughs> well, I said this I said this yeah. before we got yeah. onto the stream, but the games on average take people anywhere from 15 to 19 hours. The, I'm sorry, the first game. So that's like someone speed running through it, I think, or having clipped out unimportant stuff. Yeah. You said you were going to bring up uh, where the games and the show differs. I did already a little bit with the beginning. There's no relationship... Um, showcased with the neighbors now they do know the neighbors the neighbors are infected the man breaks through their sliding glass door and joel has to shoot him Mm. that scene where he hits nana with the wrench and he hugs sarah and is like kind of like it's it's okay um that's very similar for that same reason because he shoots the guy and then she's like you shot him and then that happens wow what was really cool was so the truck scene when they're driving out of the neighborhood now that stuff wasn't there the stuff with like denise like get back in your house like and then her getting eaten in the background oh but the pov from the back where you can see tommy and joel that's 
in the video game. Like you, the, you can move. It's the player v- POV. Yeah, you can move like right to left and and look, and you hear them. And a lot of that conversation was the same. That guy's farm is on fire. Where they get to the T intersection and the cops fly by. You're right. That was shot for shot. The way that they drove over grass and stuff, they take like a dirt road to get into a different area. That's all the same. They get into town, and here's where it changed. They get into town, and that car that almost hit them, that slams on their brakes, does hit them. There are no planes uh. that come down. That's not what happened. So they're. But they're like, it would be cooler. So if you I did like with that though. I like that they were like, because you saw it and you're like, oh, weird. Like, what's going to happen next? And then, like, a plane comes down, the same thing happens. So she does get shot, same kind of way. Tommy kills the soldier that did it, and she dies. By a person of authority, she, not not like somebody who's panicking or yeah. nothing like that, which establishes his reaction He's later on to the guy He's more reluctant knows. in the video game. He, in terms of what? Well, he radios in that he's coming into contact with people, and you hear him say, but it's a little girl. And so he's more oh, hesitant. Oh, you're saying the soldier. The soldier's more the soldier. hesitant okay. with what's happening. Then it does the time jump of 20 years in the future, but we're in 2033 in the in the video game some of that stuff is different we don't see joel working so that was kind of interesting just to see and maybe we do i don't know maybe we do see that in the game further and maybe there's flashbacks that i'm not aware of another really cool aspect of it that was shot for a shot in the rain going through all of that escaping the city stuff the going the, end, the going yeah. through the tunnels mm-hmm. those sewer lines that's the With same the it's the same you crouch down you're like crouching for those parts of the game and you're you're walking through those and so i like that the actors were all crouching like while they were doing it it was really cool to see because it's it was so similar to how you they, play they it. pressed the, they pressed the toggle in the uh the d-pad or whatever um, that is the stick <laughs> and they crouched um that's not the button in the game but anyway <laughs> Shut up. no um, it's, it's probably like an action button right like oh press this yeah. to crouch or something yeah yeah there also wasn't the drug thing so that soldier being someone that he knew is not what happens he comes out of uh there's like a school bus that they go through the back of and it's on like an incline and they get to the end and there's a soldier shoots to a cutscene. soldier like grabs them same thing tests them finds out Allie's infected mm. and then Tess and Joel do have that conversation right away and it is shared at that time that it is for the cure, the cure. or whatever it is yeah. yeah everything else was pretty much the same the stuff with Marlene goes down a slightly different but not different enough that it really matters and again they're not after a battery they're after guns and right. it's just because they're smugglers and there's no rhyme or reason behind it they're just smugglers. right and marlene has no vested interest in ellie at all right she does actually actually um their relationship okay. is kinder you don't see any of this her locked up stuff you don't see any of that now to be fair it could have happened before we get introduced to her because we don't meet her prior to joel meeting her so maybe marlene in the show at least has a an actual relationship she's the one who drops ellie off at the academy or something so that that's and we don't know any of that either we don't know where Ellie right. was and before we, this. We don't know, like at least not at this. We probably point. never will. Not at this point in the game. Right. Maybe there's maybe more of her story is is fleshed out over time. But where I got in the game, it was not. So I got through all of that part, all of the creeping, getting out of the city stuff, and I get to downtown. In the game, you're taking her to the Capitol building. So you've got to get through mm. this the downtown area to get her to the Capitol building. Is it Bast and Prapa? And um, <laughs> I guess so. And um, at where I stopped was literally on on a ledge, and like the street is like you remember, like in 2016, 2015, 2016, maybe a little bit before that, when all those sinkholes kept happening. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. like that. It was just like a giant sinkhole, and <laughs> the city essentially. No, no, like where you were at, and so like oh, I okay. was like trying to figure out where to go. And I was like, yeah, screw this. And I just saved it and, and exited I need to walk through. No, I was just, <laughs> no, I won't use walkthroughs. That's the thing. So I have to like try to figure everything out on my own. I get it. So like I said, similar enough that I, I would think it would hook people who are interested in the game. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, you're kind of co-signing. Enough difference that I wasn't bored out of my mind. Right, watching this all over yeah, again. It, it seemed interesting <laughs> enough. Plus, you know, when you already know the source material, you're kind of like, oh, that was different. Oh, that was different. Oh, that was different. 
different. And none of it was enough to be like, ugh, that was so different. Why? Yet. Because it was the first episode. Right. And we know we know that that's typically what happens. They use the source material for the first episode and then we will see what happens from well, and that's, here. That's well, what, that's what it'll get inter- interesting for all of us too because like where I'll see a scene, I'll be like, yeah, this is cool. You'll be like, no, they just didn't do it well enough. They didn't do quite like the game. Mm-hmm. You won't. You wouldn't do that. But I'm saying somebody might. Yeah. But I, I, so far, like I'm, I'm really enjoying what they've cooked up. Yeah, I mean, look, it's not. It's never going to be The Walking Dead. And this is, this is the danger about covering a show like this is that there is going to be this intrinsic need or compulsion to compare it to The Walking Dead. And there's nothing wrong with that as long as you're not trying to hold it to a certain standard. You know, mm. you kind of have to judge the show based on its own mythology. Like. I remember being consciously aware of watching this episode and being like, obviously we learn things like found family, et cetera, et cetera. But what I, I remember I wanted to say this on the air and that was, I remember during the pandemic, I said something to the effect of, like our pandemic is what I'm saying. I remember saying something to the effect of, I had this feeling that like, well, maybe I ought to keep the friends that I have nearby a lot closer to me than I have been. And then watching this episode, I said to myself, well, but you know what? If you guys were X miles away from me, I would, I know watching this episode made me want to find you, which is not something I'd said three, almost three years ago. I didn't say that. I was just like, look, there's nothing I can do. I can't reach out to you. There's no internet. There's no phone. And Uh it's true. 100% true. Watching this show, there's a little bit more of that hope, I think. Okay, so what you're telling me is that we all need to get satellite phones so we can still talk to each other. Let's just get sat phones. Squawking sat phones. (laughs) Okay, I will not lie to you. I've gotten like, you know, I'm like couponing and stuff. Like part of this is, (laughs) part of this is, it's prepping to a degree, right? Like it is. I mean, it's unintentional prepping, but it is prepping. And so it's gotten to the point now where I'm like, do I need bug out bags? Uh, Carol was very <laughs> proud of her bug out bag. I am. When we were, I will not lie to you. The many years that we podcast. I will not lie to you. I am. I am like. I'm very interested. But it's, anyway, uh, I'm not going to derail that. I thought. I thought you already had. No, one. no, no. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I don't. I have people all the time tell me, "Well, if anything goes wrong, we're coming to your house." And I'm like, "No, please don't." Shot on sight. Please don't. Do you have guns to bring? <laughs> Because I don't really need you unless you have those. Just another mouth to feed. Which was like right? another theme that I think was... See, I, I wasn't 100% sure the kid was sick, too. The teddy bear walker kid. Yeah, me neither. Because it, it didn't show like the red. But I, I don't it think. Was, no, it, it did. It showed that it was red. It did? Okay. And then I was like, that must It would have been better if they didn't. That must mean that the kid's infected. But then the lady lied. <laughs> Yeah, Dave. What are you gonna say? Say your goodbyes, yeah. kid. Like, what are you gonna say? Like, I think that's what made Joel tossing the kid, the corpse of the kid, in the into the fire that much because I didn't see the red, and so when I saw it, I'm like, oh. But then I thought incorrectly that like, oh, they don't care. They're just testing bullshit. <laughs> they're not letting anybody, any new people in because they don't have enough food well, for everybody. That they're and just, that may be the they're case. Just killing people, right? That that may be the case. Like maybe at the border, their equipment is intentionally telling them that everyone is in fact. That's what I was thinking. Maybe. I mean, we won't. I don't. I don't know that we'll ever find out. But. That's interesting. Okay, let's keep. Let's pay attention to that. What we should really be looking out for is that I would assume if this is well written, which I know that everyone says the video games are some of the the first one. I, I don't know. There's some. There's some disagreements on the second one we will not get into it but the first one in particular is one of the best written video games like that's what people always say about it the storyline mm-hmm. is really incredible it's emotional and and deep and what i would think good writing wise for a television show is you are going to humanize the other side somehow right so we're gonna have to find out something about it well humanize whom in this scenario in this scenario, I think Fedra in some way. Okay. Right? Because, right. That's what I was trying to say before. It was like they did a good job of having us lean a little bit towards the fireflies given the mm-hmm. the scenario that Fedra is placing people the pressures that they're putting them under underpaying them. how often will we especially Americans right how often will we as Americans be like don't you talk that way about America be like anyway, oh yeah. a revolution I'm yeah yeah I'm on their side like yeah it is it is it is I mean yeah. not my blood. but we te- we do like anyway. we do tend to always we love an underdog yeah, right yeah and so like right where's the turn where mm-hmm. does Firefly look bad yeah or when do they start looking bad yeah. D- does well I'm not even gonna ask about it in the games really because maybe that's the case maybe it's not I don't know I'm gonna bring this back to Tokyo Ghoul I finally finished watching it and and they did such a good job of humanizing every single 
single, almost every single person on character in the anime and talk about like who to side with the world of ghouls or the world of humans. <laughs> and now I feel like the bar has risen for me too. So like, now I'm not sure if I'm a reliable source anymore on anything. Uh, Cause the walking did, did a really good job of, of put, painting everybody in the gray mm-hmm. or various shades of gray. Let's say, well, I mean, they already kind of have with this starting to you can't take tests for a word because she went back on her word she said i promise joel won't hurt you immediately goes to tell joel i really want to jack this guy up let's go right right right. but she does tell him to breathe too so like not go ham but it's for the battery it's not for the protection of robert she doesn't care about him right so it's like she already went back on her word joel is a drug dealer right right great like already marlene's bombing everything like already we're in gray territory here ellie is really the only innocent well, and then even she's kind of annoying <laughs> and not i'm not saying that's bad i'm not saying that's bad i'm just saying that's right you're like she's in a complete innocent she was taken against her will but at the same time like okay well, this lady has to keep reminding her, hey, don't do stupid shit. You won't get killed by people who don't know you. So there's like that walking dead brain. You're like, oh, bitch, don't do that. You're going to get shot. Bitch, you're going to get bit. You know. Like, so. Can we go back a little bit to these these comments? Sharon D's internet keeps dropping out, unfortunately, and that's why she has not joined us back again. Tom says, pleasant dreams of Joshua Jackson to Crystal. I didn't want to read that leaving. one. <laughs> Takira said, we don't have a PS5, so we kind of have to do it this way. So Takira, it actually came out on ps3 originally so it is on ps3 if you can find an old copy so let me tell you they are gone i looked for like two weeks for a copy because we had sold ours is it on steam because i'd really like to play it probably yeah i would guess i'm playing it on ps4 so just so you guys know i do not have a ps5 i i do not have that kind of money i'm couponing do i really have that kind of money anyway charity says i also love how video game ish they made it look in several places it was dead on in certain places it was really cool to see reminded me a lot of how there were scenes of the walking dead that looked like comic book panels Mm. like when glenn finds the walkers in the barn in season two there's this shot of his face of shock and it's like it's a comic panel mm-hmm. and it, it, it was it, in the com- it was in the comic so so as far as the show goes there were some pretty pretty cool shot for shots from the game yeah. to the, the screen yeah. Tagira says she was impressed by the shot for shot stuff the words Joel was saying to Sarah while she died were the same that is true there were a lot of of those lines mm-hmm. same with how did you get the money for the watch oh, okay. and she's like I stole it from you no I sell I sell drugs oh, I sell hardcore drugs. That is that is line for line. That was dialogue in the game. If you want to go parallels, he ends up selling drugs. Oh, Joel right. in the future so to weird. get what he needs. So weird. There you go. Lois said it's weird how he used some of Daryl's lines. He told his daughter, don't look, just look at me. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. Sharon D says that that's why we live way out in the country on the side of a mountain is because she does not want people coming to her. <laughs> the end of the world. <laughs> the better to toss you off a cliff. <laughs> Uh, Lois says that's that's why most of them are they got to hook you so they got to buy right to buy the next gotcha uh-huh. yeah yeah because we're talking about the shot for shots we're talking about the delayed gratification the bearing the lead not very well but you know to keep watching to see if that's really true uh, 55 minutes in still no Ellie <laughs> Right. So my timing right. isn't that off. There we go. All right, great. I wasn't as bad as I, as I, as I thought I was. Good. How dare you diss uh, the Animormont? No, uh, she she was the Walking Dead annoying. You know, <laughs> it's like bitch, don't get don't get bit. Uh, we're trying to save your life. Seen it today on eBay. Oh, uh, The Last of Us on eBay. That's yeah, possible if it's legit, right? Like, oh, we might send you a uh, bubble mailer with no game in it. <laughs> also, Amazon. Okay, that might be a little bit mm-hmm. more legit. <laughs> if you take off Prime, you'll probably get a lot of results. <laughs> Maybe. Walking Dead Eternal asks if we watch Yellowstone, and I am literally watching Yellowstone right now. So thank you I, for bringing I, it up. I, I'm, I'm obsessed. I have to get Peacock to watch it. I love I, it. It's I'm, great. I'm still holding out hope that it fucking finally shows up in uh, CBS All Access. Or is it no Paramount Plus? It was Plus on now. Paramount Plus. Like when it first started. Yeah. 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 Uh, it was on the Paramount website, actually. You could like watch it for free with ads on Paramount's mm-hmm. website. They're like right from the jump. And then like I, I, I lost the train on that. Just as one does when he's works like it's an really good. And it's covers really a podcast uh, talking about The Walking Dead. So yeah, of course I don't watch it. Now I watch all the anime. <laughs> it's got two spinoffs now, too. So like two spinoffs happened. Yeah. You know, which is insane. A uh, prequel and then another prequel. Yeah. They keep going I'm back on in time, I think. Season three right now. Oh, 
of uh, the original series. Gotcha. For some reason, f- with Joel, there's this weird sense of... Because the, the episode is called, When You're Lost in the Darkness, Look Towards the Light, or something like that. When You're Lost in the Darkness right? is the is, is the, the episode, episode title. title. Yes. But in some places on the show, yes, When You're Lost in the Darkness is the only thing it says, but in some other places, like in yellow mm-hmm. graffiti, they, they showed the whole quote. You see it on the walls the in, look, the, look the, in the game, too. It's on the walls. It, it was identical. Right. So when I say that, you go through the show and you trying to understand why Joel is doing what he's doing. And then it eventually is revealed that it's for Tommy because it's the only person in his life that he knows personally that is left. And he he's not going to let it go down the way it did Sarah, right? But you don't know that initially. You're like, why is this guy so full of hope? Everything sucks. Everything's terrible. You know, what, what what's the deal? But you do see that kind of everywhere. Everybody has this reason to be hopeful. Right? Fireflies have Ellie and they're hopeful for Ellie. They're, they've abandoned their plan to root out Fedra and they're like, no, no, we got to keep them occupied so we could smuggle this this last hope because if Fedra, let's say, because this is my assumption, let's say if Fedra gets a hold of of Ellie, they'll use it for their purposes. No, we got to get it to the get her to the people so that the people can be infection free. I'm just. Assuming. I'd be worried they just put her down because it seems like that's ha- that's the way yeah. they want it. Mm. They like their system. Interesting. Well, I just I don't think, think you'd get way. to anyone higher up because you'd get put down by like the first soldier that finds you because that's their protocol. Oh, because of her yeah. infection, right? Right, right. Well, I would even say to the point where, like, my, my first thought was if they had found her, and yes, she'd be infected, but no, she would tell them, no, but I've been sick, and uh, like, I'm not sick, and I'm not, you know, I'm getting better. Well, they would use her to decide or to discriminate between who gets the cure and who well, doesn't. Well, it's the whole, the like, classic, like, dystopian novel right. situation, right? Like, Trope. yeah, like yeah. someone is the cure, and then they're taken by a Power scientist, absolutely. and then they're tested, and <laughs> maybe all of their blood has to be used to create a limited amount of cures that's usually what it is damn right Right. (laughs) (laughs) and she'll die Mm -hmm. anyway do it she might as well die giving us all the cure and then we get to decide who gets the cure Mm -hmm. so right now we're in the side of the fireflies for now until something changes i mean i'm on joel's side so well immediately right? right and he's not really with the fireflies he's just doing this to do what he needs to for family, which like that speaks right. my language. Yeah, even from the from the get from the jump, like not taking uh passengers in the car, mm-hmm. you get that instant like Walking Dead feeling. Like okay, it's got to be about us. And I, I did like I mean, you know, of course, I don't like that as a person, but I get it because mm-hmm. I watched The Walking Dead. So it's like, oh, you're yeah. right. Yeah, and it's that that is exactly the line in the game too. Is the someone else will come along. Which I right. I love Me, because all like, you're doing is like you're lying to say to yourself, you're lying to yourself, to but you're lying else. essentially so that your daughter doesn't feel bad about the fact that you are leaving them to die. But it's because she's more important than someone you've never met. Right. You're basically trying to unwrite everything she's ever learned yeah. growing up and you're doing your best. Oh, man. And watching. OK, this is crazy because I didn't. Your head knows that Sarah is going to die, but you're like. As Joel's trying to save her and Sarah's like, ow, 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 ow. You know, like she's in pain. You're like thinking, oh, she'll get through this. Like it was just this weird, the, the way they band-aid. played that it's scene It's the out. band-aid thing, Dave. No, she's but she's fine, like, right? literally she's saying fine. things. Which, you know, it breaks the trope, mm-hmm. right? It, she's she's reacting to him picking her up and I'm like, oh, wait, she's not dead? Oh, wait, so maybe she lives, I think. No? And then all of a sudden she goes lifeless and it's like, what? Wow. Because it's good to break tropes and I hope they do that more often too. And I hope they do some more misdirection too. Lois brought up something really cool. I wonder what the woman in the watch shop knew because nothing really had started happening. Yeah, that was interesting. So that made me think because she spoke in Arabic. In Arabic, which I... Which I do. She's um, she was so because she was speaking in yeah. Arabic. I kind of figured maybe she had gotten contact from her family because all of that stuff was going on in Jakarta, and so it made me wonder, right. like, okay, well, did it start in other areas of the world? And they just they were informed by their family. Yeah. So, so what she said was in Arabic. She said, "Are you even looking out there? It's cra- it's crazy out there. What do you what are you thinking? It's crazy mm-hmm. out there. We have to close up." So what I think is she just heard all the stuff from the city okay. essentially she went into town to get that watch fix she didn't go into the city to austin proper so essentially yeah she she heard from somebody in the city she, she didn't say as much but she says are you looking at things out there are you seeing the news what are you thinking like what are you thinking it's nice to actually have that little bit of like oh i know what she just said uh nacho all over again yeah that's ex- that's mm-hmm. i mean not really because i 
with Nacho, it was like, okay, I knew, I know it's <laughs> happening. I know it's happening. With Sarah, I was just like, my brain couldn't handle the obvious trope of, oh, he's going to save her. And like, knowing for a fact that she dies here, like my brain couldn't reconcile it. With Nacho, it was like, I knew from the very beginning of the episode, this is it. It's over. But it's just the agonizing watching of it happening. It's like the Titanic. You know the ship is going to sink. Now we're going to put you, we're going to do like a clockwork orange and we'll make you watch it all go down. With Sarah, just like my brain couldn't handle it. You know, it's, it's, it's like, a, it's like your brain has a, has a, has a logic error. It's like, oh, I've seen this a thousand times before. He saves her, right? You know, the trouble with watching these shows is yes, you're going to do a lot of walking to comparisons and I, I'm liking where it diverges. I'm liking that this show, though it does feel like people are beaten down. I do feel like in some senses, Joel has more hope than, or more determination than most people on the walking mm-hmm. dead period. Like team family does occasionally, <laughs> have like a driving force like we're gonna beat them then season seven comes around and it's like you know two seasons two whole seasons and there's no reason for you to have unrealistic hope and then season nine comes around and michonne uh, is like no we can take care of ourselves aaron jesus gets killed he's like yeah maybe we should be safe behind walls you're right michonne we should i just watched that scene over again yeah maybe we should keep to ourselves we can take care of ourselves hold up can take care of themselves so like there's, there's like no unrealistic uh-huh. hope but with joel it's like i'm gonna get to my family no matter what and that's why i said to you guys i'm like if this sort of things happens like joel makes me think that i can find you and i can come get you and like we'll all get in a car and we'll take go on well, a road trip is, and find this other is people the most like realistic way for the zombie apocalypse to happen right like cordyceps <laughs> are real this is a real thing yeah that science it's at the beginning real was thing, real yeah. yeah i think that's why i enjoy the idea for this story i just think it's it's based in something scientific and true and i think that that's really cool like grounded right yeah. and also i think interesting choice to do this now because now we've lived through a pandemic right, right. they are obviously making illusions the stay safe was said somewhere along yep. the line in the beginning i think it was i mean take a look at how people acted during that it wasn't great yeah it wasn't great yeah, that's i was gonna say like oh i would say more about that but there's no connection to the show no there's not but, it, but it's just like it's just a it gives you kind of that it gives you a different idea like okay like if this were to happen like how do how do you find the people you need to find and well, there's need to find and want to find yeah. also too. Like I don't, yeah. I don't need to find you guys. It's what I want. Mm-hmm. It's what I want. It's what I need is resources. I need to survive. Going out out of my way to Michigan and North Carolina. That is not. No, smart. we have to come up with a plan for where we would meet. Dave. <laughs> okay, so you get you need to get your bug out bag for. See, you need to get your bug out bag. Then you know once you're settled, you can want to find us. <laughs> Great. Okay. Okay. Well, I'll work on that and then I'll create the plan and I'll tell you guys where you need to go. <laughs> and you better print yeah. off your map quest directions. They're now. all in the car, actually. <laughs> I, I kept my first car. I kept all the maps and I transferred them to this new car. Uh, since uh, maybe 97, actually. <laughs> That's awesome. I, I have every MapQuest and Google Map. It's mostly MapQuest. There you go. I'm not going to lie Great. Good. That I've ever printed out on my road trips. Yeah. My mountain compound. <laughs> <laughs> Sharon D, yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming to you. I'm coming to you. Yeah. But I'll bring Sharon's stuff. I'm worthwhile. I have. I don't. She's I don't have. I don't have anything. Never decade. mind. I don't have anything. <laughs> yeah, basically, leave Bridget alone. Leave me alone. Uh, <laughs> Just trust me. Just leave me alone. Sharon D says, "Damn, science, you scary." Takira says, "With me desperately looking for something similar to watch, I can't help but compare." You know, and, and that, I said that in the beginning. Like, yeah, it's it's you can't avoid comparing. Just do your best not to set a a bar that The Last of Us might not be able to meet. There are similarities, but it is a completely different story. So you just have to give it time and like let it breathe before we're like Joel isn't any Rick. Like, like you just you know you just need to like give it give it time see how it goes. Oh yeah, Rick after a twenty year time jump too. Like yeah. so he's and the obvious he's obviously hardened. You know he's lost a lot. We have not even seen really the zombies. Not not really tiny right. bit. It's, you have to see a little tiny bit. Right, the initial outbreak. But it wasn't oh, much. You know what? Let me. This is. I want to ask this question, but let me just read the read more comments. Check out Station Eleven. Sharon D says to everybody, but mostly Takira. <laughs> uh, and Joel, Joel is Shane. I like this comment. Walking Dead Eternal says, "And Joel is Shane." I'm like, <laughs> from the jump, he kind of gets it. No, it's a good comparison. <laughs> On which pla- uh, which platform? Uh, HBO. Yeah, uh, Station Eleven. Right. Thanks, Sharon D. Uh, my mountain compound. Have room for the fam? No, you don't. Mm-hmm. No, you don't, Sharon. <laughs> no, you don't. We don't have room Charity, for anybody. You, you don't have room and for you anybody. have a lot of you don't you have even, a lot of pew pews. Guns? No, don't say that on YouTube. They don't. They like don't you. like. 
the word gun? We're talking about like a pew-pews. Pew-pews. You have a lot of kapow-pows. No, but Sharon, you don't even have room to like to record without sound. You don't have room for us like on the floor. Well, Dennis watches TV really loudly. Oh, Joel's going to bang Tommy's wife. You better buckle up to watch some old TV shows, Dave, because you're going to have to hear them. <laughs> you oh, better man. Bring, you know, I thought it was you bad. You better bring your own tent because we're camping outside of the house. Uh, yeah, on the cliffside, right? <laughs> anyway. You're uninvited now, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's more than one house, but you're uninvited. God damn it. I didn't want to. Being the crowded house anyway. <laughs> crowded house, another eighties band. Oh, anyway. Sherry, that killed that killed me. Oof. I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh, love it. Mm, yeah. Well, anyways, how about this? Uh, thank you for joining us for this episode, this live episode of our discussion of The Last of Us called The Last of Squawks. I've been your host, David Cameo. We're joined by Sherry, a.k.a. Blazy Gardner, and Bridget, a.k.a. Punky Brewster. ko-fi.com slash Punky Brewster. That's P-O-N-K-Y-B-R-U-A-S-E-T-E-R. I don't know if we're going to be going live again. I think we might want to do a little bit more research, being the second sophomore episode of the series so far. We don't know if there's going to be a season two. I hope there is. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe I won't feel that way in the next episode. <laughs> Maybe we'll hate like, it. Oh. Maybe we'll not like it. Yeah. <laughs> Which is why I wanted to go live, because as things go, we may not feel like taking notes or, you know, be like, "Mm, I'm not really liking this show. Maybe we'll abandon it. We don't know. But we'll see, because we've got a little while before other Walking Dead spinoffs come back. And we have to be open to covering other things, too, because as time moves on, we don't know how long the universe is going to last. And we do want to hone in on shows that have that same vibe that we love. And as things go, and I've advocated this throughout our podcasting history, is that running across many Walking Dead fans, it's a little frustrating to see that that's their whole life. And there's so much cool shit that's out there that we know you'll love if you give it a chance. And I'm not trying to twist people's arms, but there are people out there who want that same vibe that The Walking Dead dishes out that might be even better than The Walking Dead. Oh no, I've said a, a, a committed a cardinal sin. Yeah, there are things that are better How than The Walking Dead you, out there. Sir. But not let's season just one. I didn't Nothing s- is better than season one. Ooh, day. I have so many comments. One day we will cover season one of The Walking Dead, by the way. And there are so many comments that I have. After obviously hindsight's 2020, you get so far and then you can make comments about the pilot and stuff like that. But anyway, Squawk of the Dragon, House of the Dragon. <laughs> Takira says Tess is a psychopath. She is Rick. <laughs> Told you. She's a badass. <laughs> yeah. And and uh, Joel is Shane. So Rick and Shane. Oh, the fanfic. Anyway, so <laughs> yikes. <laughs> So take care, everybody. We'll see you in the next one. And uh, hopefully it's a good one. We'll be right here. So by the way, let me just do the other things. I forgot to tell you, if you like what you heard, obviously head over to ratethispodcast.com slash dead. Five stars and eggplant is all we need to know that you love us. But tell us what you liked. Tell us what you didn't like. But make sure to tell us after every episode. And if you want to know when we're recording next, because we may not go live, head on over to either ko-fi.com slash squawkingdead or patreon.com slash squawkingdead and just follow. You don't have to buy us a coffee, which I might change to rations, by the way. Wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> I'd like, love that. Buy us, a coffee, buy us a ration. I can do that. But yes, you don't have to buy us a coffee. All we need you to do is follow. It's where we post our recording schedules. So keep your eyes peeled there. We don't post them on social media. So look out for us next time. Uh, Because we may do the pre-recordings. So without further ado, take care, everybody. I already signed off with our names. We'll see you in the next one. And I hope you enjoy it because we're going to be talking about it. And if you don't enjoy it, well, come on the stream and tell us how much you hate us. (laughs) Hate us. Well, hate us and also hate the show. (laughs) We'll be like, no, be nice. Hmm." No, we won't. Anyway, see ya. Bye. Have a good night, everybody. (laughs) It's past midnight. We love you. Love you.